Class Session 1, Introduction to Criminal Law Good day, aspiring legal minds. Today marks the beginning of your journey into the intricate world of criminal law. As future legal practitioners, it's essential to grasp the foundational concepts that underpin our criminal justice system. Let's dive right in. Understanding the Purpose and Principles of Criminal Law Criminal law serves a crucial role in society, maintaining order, protecting individuals and property, and upholding moral standards. It distinguishes between acceptable behavior and actions that warrant punishment. Criminal law seeks to balance the interests of public safety, individual rights, and justice. Remember, criminal law operates under the principle of actus reus non facet reum nisi mens sit rea, meaning an act does not make a person guilty unless there is a guilty mind. This brings us to our next point. Elements of a crime, actus reus and mens rea. Any criminal offense consists of two main components, actus reus, the guilty act, and mens rea, the guilty mind. Actus reus refers to the physical action or omission that constitutes the crime. It's essential to establish that the defendant committed a voluntary act or failed to act when legally required. Mens rea, on the other hand, refers to the mental state of the defendant when committing the act. It ranges from intentional wrongdoing to negligence. Different crimes require different levels of mens rea, which we'll explore in depth throughout this course. For instance, consider the crime of murder. The actus reus involves causing the death of another person, while the mens rea might range from intent to kill, purposefully causing death, to recklessness, knowingly taking actions that could lead to death. Categories of Crimes, Felonies versus Misdemeanors Crimes are often categorized into two main types, felonies and misdemeanors. Felonies are more serious offenses, usually punishable by imprisonment for more than a year. Examples include murder, robbery, and certain drug-related crimes. Misdemeanors are less serious offenses, typically resulting in less severe penalties, such as fines or imprisonment for up to a year. Simple assault and petty theft are common misdemeanor examples. Model Penal Code, MPC, versus Common Law Approach. As you study criminal law, you'll encounter two primary approaches, the Model Penal Code, MPC, and the Common Law Approach. The MPC, developed by legal scholars, offers a comprehensive framework for criminal offenses and their elements. It aims to provide consistency and clarity across jurisdictions. On the other hand, the common law approach derives from case law and historical legal principles. Precedent plays a significant role in shaping this approach. While many states have adopted the MPC in whole or in part, some still rely primarily on common law principles. In conclusion, Today's session has introduced you to the foundations of criminal law, including its purpose, the elements of a crime, categories of crimes, and the differing approaches in the MPC and common law. As we delve deeper into this course, you'll gain a profound understanding of how these principles interact in various legal scenarios. Remember, mastering criminal law involves not only understanding legal doctrines but also applying them to real-world situations. Stay engaged, ask questions, and think critically. Our journey has just begun. And with that, I'll open the floor to any questions you might have regarding today's material. First question, could you give us an example of a crime that involves both actus reus and mens rea? Answer, absolutely. Let's consider the crime of burglary. The actus reus in burglary involves unlawfully entering a building or structure with the intent to commit a felony or theft inside. The mens rea requirement here is the specific intent to commit a crime once inside, showing a conscious purpose to engage in criminal activity. So, in this case, 
both the physical act of entering the building without authorization and the mental intent to commit a crime inside are essential components of the offense. Second question, is there a difference in punishment between attempted crimes and completed crimes? Answer, generally, the punishment for an attempted crime is less severe than that for a completed crime. This principle recognizes that while an attempt demonstrates criminal intent, it may not result in the same harm as a completed offense. Sentencing laws can vary depending on the jurisdiction and the specific crime, but as a general guideline, an attempt might lead to a lesser punishment than successfully committing the crime. Keep in mind that the legal definitions and penalties for attempts can be quite nuanced, and we'll cover those in later sessions. Third question, how do felonies and misdemeanors impact a person's rights, such as the right to vote or possess firearms? Answer, felonies can have more significant consequences on a person's rights compared to misdemeanors. Conviction of a felony can result in the loss of certain civil rights, such as the right to vote, possess firearms, or hold public office. These consequences can vary depending on state laws. Misdemeanors typically have less severe impact on civil rights, but keep in mind that specific laws can differ from state to state. It's important to be aware of the potential collateral consequences that criminal convictions can carry. And that concludes today's session. We've covered a lot of ground, from the foundational principles of criminal law to understanding actus reus, mens rea, and the distinctions between felonies and misdemeanors. Remember, criminal law is a dynamic field that requires not only a grasp of legal doctrines but also critical thinking and ethical considerations. Be sure to review your materials and come prepared for our next session, where we'll delve into the complexities of homicide law.